All right, here we go. So, hello, 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 hello. Hiya. Podcast number eight. This is Alt Gaming Podcast number eight for February 10th, 2017. Welcome, one and all. Thank you for tuning in on uh, the internet to have a little listen to us waffle about games and Altlan and whatever we've got a good turnout tonight Eddie Rio hello 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 Okai Lanou Okai Lanou Charts in the house what's up Vivermord is coming as soon as the little baby's gone down so estimated 15 minutes he'll be in the house and we've got special guest Rusty Nuts aka Adam He's a volunteer from last year at Altland and like renowned uh, Counter Strike player, world famous. What, is that right, Al- Adam? Alcoholic, maybe. But- Alcoholic, <laughs> yeah, maybe more like. Yeah, so yeah, he's in the house as well. So because we're getting really close to Altland, we're only about eight weeks away. So it's getting really exciting. Uh, yeah. So what we got? It's been, you know. Quite a lot happened since we last podcast with our end of year special. So, kicking off, the most recent thing we did was we played some Wildlands closed beta. And if you didn't play it, you may have probably watched some YouTube videos on it because it wasn't it wasn't embargoed or anything like that. So, yeah, what were people's feelings about Wildlands? Um, Watch I, it. I I really really enjoyed it uh, whilst I was playing it. Um, but like in hindsight, I would say it it doesn't quite feel like a Ghost Recon title. No, which may or may not be a good thing. It doesn't um, feel like Ghost it, Recon. it feels very much like Ubisoft have learnt from their Far Cry adventures. Um, there's quite a bit of that in there, and there's a little bit of the sort of GTA style do what you want in this big open arena with a couple of your friends kind of thing um, that might come into it a little bit later on um, but I think I think the the, the military uh, sort of feel that they've put over the top of that open world that, that's come from Far Cry with the guns and all the attachments and all that kind of stuff it should uh, it should bode quite well especially if you've got three or four um, other well three or four people in your squad I think it would be a really great game yeah Excited. I definitely felt it was like um, the division, but a bit more open world, as a, a true sense of it. I thought that that was good. Did anyone? Did you guys watch any YouTube videos on it or, or play it yourselves, Eddie? I watched. Rusty? I watched a little bit of it, and all I noted was that the helicopter just looked painfully slow at, mm. at getting from point to point, and everyone that I was watching was getting frustrated with how slow the helicopter was at getting to places yeah we noticed we noticed the vehicles in general it was like someone had taken yeah Yeah. someone had taken the top gear out of a lot of the cars is that on purpose do you reckon I think so because it was a demo map if you like so they wanted you to have a sense of scale to it and the one way of making it feel bigger is to cut down on the fast travel isn't it so yeah Maybe yeah, the, 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 I mean the map that we got access to was pretty damn big. Yeah, um, and uh, I can't remember the number of areas that they said were were in the game, the final game and stuff. But um, you know, it, it seems as though it's going to be uh, it's going to have a decent amount of content, a decent amount of stuff to do. 
uh, whether it gets a little bit repetitive or not will depend I think as I say on the guys that you're playing with I think if you if you get into a bit of a rhythm with the the spotting and the sync shots and all that kind of stuff I think you can have a bit of fun with that that's how many mechanic. people in a, in a team can you have uh, four max um, you, if you play it single player you get three AI characters but the moment someone joins you in a co-op game it, the AI's gone so it's then a two man squad three man squad and four man squad has any of you guys played other Ghost Recons I mean I know me and Chart have on Xbox specifically but have they ever been a game you guys have played I am uh, socially isolated on the Ghost Recon front. <laughs> Never touched it ever. Nope. <laughs> Not one of them. That's cool. That's all right. Yeah. So, I mean, Ed, have you ever had the calling of the recons? No, it, it's it's never grabbed me, I must say. I haven't uh, delved into the bit of despair of the ghostness. <laughs> it's not that bad but I mean I know, I know what you're trying to say it, it, it's funny how you've played other versions of a game and you hark you hearken for a certain play style that comes with that franchise and that certainly wasn't present here with Wildlands it didn't have it didn't have that more um, inside the head you know they've always done third and first person type stuff with the game but when you in the previous Ghost Recon titles I felt a lot more close to the action and close to the body that I was yeah. inhabiting and this was much more a feeling of distance and I felt more detached from the world around me well, and it had that the, much more just cause feeling about it the previous so. ones were sort of had that over the shoulder look as well they did they did but they still felt they kind closer. of like closer or and, and more vulnerable you certainly felt more vulnerable I was I was conscious of being a bit more arcadey. It was one of the the franchises as well that that really jumped on the back of the hugging of walls and the various mechanics that came along with that. You know, like being able to dive from one wall to another and stay in cover and things like that was, you know, in 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 a very different way to things like Gears of War, but still, you know, sticking to walls, taking cover, being able to peek over the the side of it using that third person camera, but being quite close in. Um, and yeah, that, that that's definitely gone. But I, I do think, I mean, despite the fact that that in all the sort of marketing promo stuff, there's a lot of or oh, choose your way of approaching a job. And if you want to stay mm, and wait bullshit. until night night time and stuff, you know, you, you can go in under the cover of night and put your night vision goggles on. I mean, the only time it it ever worked out like that was when it just happened to be night when we got to the base that we were about to go at. There was no way we were going to just stand around or, you know, start plotting stuff for 12 and we died on that chance didn't we on the nighttime assault we died and then when we came back to life again it was daytime yeah well they put the spotlights on didn't they, they cheating. Did put, yeah it's cheating but I, I didn't feel that the gunplay was quite so uh, want of a better word sexy like in Ghost Recon every gun you picked up had a really significant feel to it yeah and you know it really felt powerful I didn't feel like any of these guns felt that great yeah, you know. they've, defi they've definitely had to soften, you know, quite a few aspects of the game to bring up this this open world stuff, and you know, time will tell as to whether whether it, it, it pays off for them. But you know, I don't I don't think the last couple of titles have been a uh, uh, a success from a monetary point of view. You know, the people that have played it have, have enjoyed it, but 
I'm not sure it's been of massive appeal. It's a very big map. Like, it's a huge map. And you drive around and they've got a system where you kind of have these, like, blotches on a map, misty sections on the mini-map. And it shows red if there's an activity of enemies there that you could choose to call into and interact with. But my my point that I was going to make with the 5,900 thing was, are they going to have, like there's three or four types of things to do and then they're all going to be kind of repetitive i believe so definitely and they'll just be harder so you could you could try and you can do the let's uh hijack a helicopter mission in the beginning part of the map or you could drive or fly out to another part of the map and try and do that same type of side mission. But I bet it'll be very difficult. I mean, we don't know for sure because we didn't have access to outside of a single walled off area. But I can't see it being that diverse, you know. I was a bit disappointed to hear that there is there no PvP element to Nothing. it? No. Because no. I really like the idea of perhaps taking those missions that they've got in the game and saying that there's one group of people trying to attack a post and there's another group of people trying to defend that post and I thought that could have been something that they brought into it but obviously not if you can remove the zombie element and think of DayZ with the PvP that's that's what I wanted in a way or at least I wanted some of that kind of like seriousness for approaching a town like really take it carefully because I am going to be killed um, if I don't and it wasn't any of that there was a lot more like let's just jump in a car and drive in there fuck it yeah and we would we wouldn't probably lose the objective we'd get a load of kills and then we'd have to redo it but yeah I don't know it wasn't it wasn't scared of losing your life kind of thing losing all your gear and there was not enough of a penalty for death yeah I hope I hope they tweak those things I mean at, at this point you know, it, it could go with it could do with taking a couple of steps towards uh, an armor type seriousness. Yes, um, and you know maybe that is a is a difficulty level thing. I'm not sure. I mean, I, I really liked the the mechanic that they used for the marking system. They have this this sort of mist that sits over an area when there are enemies in it. But then, when you mark them up with your drone, or either or through a site or something, then the uh, the mist goes away until it's gone completely, and you're just left with the definitive marks. So, from a from a an ease of approach point of view, you know at that point that you've got everyone in that area marked up, which is really quite nice, and it works quite neatly. But it does take away that little bit of danger. So, uh, it might be worth exploring some of the upper levels and and modes and seeing you know how those sort of mechanics change and stuff and see whether that adds to the level of challenge are they going to have snipers that you know can see you from 500 and 600 meters away and you're just going to have to completely change your approach or yeah yeah, it looked very easy to sort of jump in with a group and just bang out a mission for like an hour and and have some fun that sort of instant play let's and then group up have a go and then you know yeah I, I find it difficult from coming from a background with games that are all five-man teams uh, and switching to stuff like this because it's four. Yeah. It's only one less. <laughs> but I've only got four friends, so... so one, one's left out. And is, it, is it usually you? Yes. <laughs> the, uh, the overall... I think feeling coming out of it is it's a good game but I feel like they've watered it down to make it appeal to the mass market I think probably was the way I feel about it 
Yeah. But I, um, I think that does put it in a better space, maybe, than for its future. the Just Causes and the Far Cries of the world, because I think the the co-op mechanics are much more compelling. Yep. Co-op. I, I, find, I, I found myself playing those games on my own, you know, doing, doing that sort of stuff. And I think at this point in time, if you were to go, right, big sandbox that I can get a couple of mates in and have a bit of fun with some guns and some cars and helicopters or whatever the you know you're going to go straight to GTA um and I I just wonder whether there's a little bit of an angle on Ghost Recon that might give it a bit of a fair fight in that sort of arena which would be good cool okay well Wildlands I suppose what do we say yeah, it's okay. Maybe worth it or not. I don't know. It's a bit of an iffy one. It wasn't as good as I hoped. The hype, you know, didn't deliver. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely uh, look out for the reviews. Watch some videos when it's come out. Yeah. See if people are still playing it three or four weeks later. And that'll be uh, the sort of major test for it, I think. Doesn't look like a game that I'll pick up and continue to play week in, week out. Definitely not. No. No. The only reason we used to play the old Ghost Recons was, was because at LAN it would be really good to do a high-quality a high terrorist hunt mission, you know, with the AI on the hardest setting, and you're all in, in the same room, kind of. They had uh, they had one mission on, uh, I think it was uh, Advanced Warfighter 2 Ghost Recon game, and uh, you had to defend a position for an hour, real-time. And uh, you could get in, I think the, the the teams were up to 16 at the time, and we worked out that you had to conserve your ammo. So if, if too many of you were just firing at the same target, you'd be wasting ammo that you'd, you'd end up needing later on. So we, we had a rotation policy on a, on a LAN party where we, we, we had our squad split into two and, and half of us would just go and sit at the back of the base where it was nice and safe and you'd wait there for 20 minutes and then you'd switch out. God, that sounds boring. You're in the same room, it's not so bad. Um, and it was, one of the, it was one of those, obviously you, you're at a LAN party so there's all the drinking and merriment and all that kind of stuff going on but um, it was one of those uh, the uh, dodgy first sort of achievement things that popped for 80% of the people in the room and the other 20% were just like, ah, oh, plumbing achievements and all yeah, this business yeah. and I'm not doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> 50 rounds of Horde on Gears yeah, yeah. and all that lot, yeah. So something else that's happened since our last podcast is that Rainbow Six has entered a new season, uh, the next year of Rainbow Six, which I don't know how many people are excited for this, realistically. Everyone. Yeah, I'm not sure. But... <laughs> <laughs> certainly they seem to be dropping off on on console players um, yeah I mean they, they've, they've still not published any any sort of numbers on uh, their player base but they've shown off a couple of charts that have shown it steadily increasing throughout the year um, and I can't remember the big number that they, that they put on of, of the number of players but they, they are topping <laughs> the Steam charts and stuff blah 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 blah, blah. yeah that's cool um, is there anything yeah, significant they, in the new season that would make anybody that hasn't already bought this buy it um, I think I think it's it's a, a, a good vote of confidence for for the game in terms of lifespan that they've 
firstly gone for a second year of, of content so we know that they're going to be supplying uh, new maps and, and characters for at least the next year they've talked about um, a shift towards PC so that they can get the competitions uh, to have a bigger prize pool because it's a smaller number of players I think they got to the point where feeding an Xbox tournament and a, a PC one was just Dividing. diluting it a little yeah. bit yeah, yeah. Um, and they've they've suggested that they're aiming to have a pool of between 50 and 100 operators um, which 100 certainly seems megally ambitious at the moment I think we're around we're approaching the 30 mark I think um, if I remember rightly at this moment in time so that'll take us even past next year so it, you know I think it says quite a bit to someone thinking about putting around £20 down for a game at this point I think when what it's not does, on mega sale and stuff So what does that mean operators so the operators game? are the the guys and girls that, that, that you take control of so uh, the defenders and the attackers they're all individuals you can only have one of each it's a little bit like a MOBA in that sense so you know all, all the different sort of abilities and uh, and strengths and weaknesses um, so you'll you'll tend to have your favourites you know um, but sometimes it's the objective or the map that you know dictates what, what the sort of strengths of the characters are um, and they've been introducing um, two new characters every season uh, seasons following roughly those of the year so we get four seasons in a year so two new operators and a, and a map coming out every sort of three months or so um, and that much difference between them um, yeah, they've done a really good job with the characters, and and generally speaking, um, at least one of the new characters in each of the seasons has changed the game significantly for everyone. Um, so um, early on, we had uh, Valkyrie was introduced, who had the ability to put out um, some little cameras, which got us past this point of all of the uh, the cameras in the maps, which the defenders use to spot the attackers, all being fixed points. So all of a sudden, this person comes in, and she can put cameras anywhere. So each, um, each new characters that they're adding in bring new play styles to the game each time sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, so uh, one of the big things in Rainbow Six are the reinforced walls. So the defenders will try and block up an area that they don't want um, the attackers to come through. And there are only uh, a few um, attackers that can actually get through these metal reinforced walls with, with any of their abilities. Everyone else has to go for a wooden or uh, a wooden uh, door barricade or, or a window you know or, or a window or a door um Bent. Um, but but what, <laughs> but what these metal walls would would end up doing is just blocking off a lot of vision and and uh, and maps and things. So you'd you'd have things like the front of a garage that just it instantly get blocked up because you know you don't want anyone coming through the garage door. But one of the new operators uh, in this season has got the ability to put a window in those uh, barricaded walls and it's a one-way window so the defenders can see out of that window but the attackers can't see in so you've that now got um, visibility on an area of the map that you've not had for an entire year um, and you've got the attackers on the other side um, starting to wonder what's going on behind that window I'm expecting someone to Can be you shoot there. through the window? Um, it's bulletproof glass but there both is Both ways um, Yeah both ways but on the on the inside on the defender side there's a little gas canister in the middle at the bottom that when you shoot or uh, melee it, it sets off a charge that um, shatters the glass okay. so it's, it's up to the defenders to uh, when choose they when to do that nice. and open up that hole um, 
Have yes. you digested or eaten the instruction manual to this game? <laughs> I don't think there was one. Rusty, you know all just... this? Rusty have you yeah. seen any like uprising of Rainbow Six on the esports scene? Is that anything that you've noticed? Uh, no. No, no, no. Uh, but I did go to a conference, which was work-related, the other day, and they had esports for e-gaming. So like slot machines, but there were esports okay. teams playing at this big event. All oh, right, okay. But it's still it's still Counter Strike, uh, League still... of Legends, Dota. Yeah, that's where the big the big cup. Yeah, I don't think the prize money on Rainbow Six has been that good, but I think um, coming from such a sort of high street publisher and developer as Ubisoft are, I think it's massively refreshing. And I think um, they've said that the um, For Honor game that is uh, is due out in a, a week or so um, is going to follow a very similar um, post-launch path in terms of DLC and development and stuff. And, you know, out of all of the games that I've ever played with Ubisoft, and I'm a reasonably big fan of the Tom Clancy stuff, I'm fucking jealous because I want a fucking game that I'm really into. But at the moment, I'm sort of drifting in between games at the moment, and I've got to, I've got to find something that I can get that into again. Because the last oh. game like that that I played was probably Dust that I was really into, and I I played the hell out of, and I just would read up on it all the time. And every new patch User and thing, I'd really get into. Who's that? Who's joining us now? It's Fibber Ward. Hi. Hey. hey. How's it going? Everyone all right? Uncle Fib's in the house. Good. I think you strategically uh, drop yourself in at the end of the uh, monthly Rainbow Six catch-up session. Oh, right. Okay. Everyone on the podcast have skipped forward anyway. Right. So if you're on fast forward, stop now. That's This is the time to come out of fast forward. Um, I enjoyed that. I like Rainbow Six Siege. I like looking at it and watching games and stuff. And I love people setting it up. I love it at the beginning where they send in their little cameras to go and have a look around and stuff. I think it's my cool. it's my job to take those out. We don't want those in. <laughs> I, I actually do own this game and have played a grand total of one minute. <laughs> On <laughs> well, that's enough. Well, that's that's, that's certainly the statement. You would no way could you find a match that quickly in this game. That's the one that bugs me. Is their lobby <laughs> system is terrible. They have finally admitted you'll be able to tweak your builds during loading screens, which is about right. I think. Yeah, I think that's that's the easiest way for them to. Uh try and get around that issue I think yeah because that's what you can do in COD for years mm. but anyway um, so Viv you're alright I am yes yeah, sorry I uh, sorry about the late uh, arrival yeah man it's alright you haven't missed much deployed. That's what's, what's, how's it been going yeah good he's doing just fine he's well hopefully asleep now so excellent <laughs> yeah toes uh, crossed so in other news mm. who's excited for a Nintendo Snatch Switch that's launching on the 3rd of March. Oh, on the 3rd, the first one. <laughs> the Switch. I just... It, it angers me, all of this. Ooh, he's angry! Nintendo Sit back, angers people. me at the moment. It's just a waste of fucking time. What are they fucking doing? They are idiots, if you ask me. Complete stupid they got all this copyright shit with youtube as well so people can't even like upload stuff about it otherwise they get copyright striked and it's a tablet right and what do you want on a tablet you want your little apps and shit and you're gonna be able to watch netflix and iplayer and 
other shit as well. And they're like, nah, 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 we're just going to give you the same fucking games you've always had, but rehashed. Mario! Everybody loves Mario and Zelda. Look at this. It's now open world like every other game. He's in the city. Oh, fuck. What's Mario in the city? What's I'm that fact about too annoyed Nintendo? about it. Like, it's something like they can lose sort of six billion pounds a year. Uh, and still be in profit. Like 2050 and still, yeah, like, it doesn't matter. So they can do whatever the fuck they want, man. If they want to yeah. make a little, you know, handheld, bam, it's cool, you know. Some people we know are excited about it. And it's cool. Oh, yeah, definitely. I've ordered um, Breath of the Wild, but on Nintendo U, not on the, on the Wii U on the Wii U yeah right so th- is there any like backwards compatibility or anything at all like that or is it no you just gotta buy it according right. to what you need it those Wii there. U controllers they're, they're so ergonomic aren't they they just really <laughs> fit in your hand <laughs> why you can't why can't Nintendo make a comfortable controller what That's happens pretty boss. because they need you to play it in like 14 different ways I don't, like why can't they just all sit around and go everything we have is uncomfortable let's look at the competition that's successful and mimic that I don't understand it's well, really weird I don't know the Nintendo 64 controller was pretty good as well yeah that was the, that was the one good one but my mate used to play Pod Racer on it and he used to hold it in the weirdest fucking way I've ever seen anyone is that the one with the bit down the middle like yeah, on the like, N64 it's got like yeah. three bits on yeah, it that one. yeah I used the, to hold the controller that. with a penis that one <laughs> You could, yeah, you could play it in all different ways, didn't you? I think uh, GoldenEye had like a mode where you could use two controllers, in, you know, like a, a controller in each hand. Oh. And that's because there was only one analog stick. Yeah, true. So to get two analog sticks, buy two control pads. <laughs> Innovation. There was a guy I knew who was actually pretty amazing at GoldenEye with uh, with the dual controller thingy. So nobody here is getting a Switch. No, no. How many? Okay, let's. How many Nintendo consoles have you bought ever? All of them. Ooh. Add them up. Viv, you go first. I would say uh, NES, Nintendo. Sorry, NES, Super Nintendo, and then two GameCubes. Two GameCubes. Yeah, okay, you wore one out. One. I don't know whether I lost it in a move or something, but just one day it wasn't <laughs> there anymore, so I needed another one. Um, Sharp. Uh, the uh, Super Nintendo N64 GameCube and a Wii. Wow, he's got, he's got a Wii, that's though. a good cluster. You know, well, I think, I, I think the, game, the GameCube. <laughs> I think the GameCube was probably my favourite console at you know at whatever time I've bought a console. It was very take it over it was, to your mates and have a game. Was it? It was it? yeah. It was so it great and. You know, at the time, it was it was like uh, things like Time Splitters Two and stuff, mm. and it just had the, the really good games, and and yet we still had um, a lot of that that kind of stuff that you know essentially dominated the Wii, that sort of family stuff, that Super Monkey Ball and things like that, that you know you could get all the people involved in and stuff when oh, Super when Monkey the Ball's yeah amazing. it was it was great yeah Rusty, how many Nintendo consoles have you owned? Uh, I think I've had four N64s. Four? Yeah. You're building a wall? Hold one in each hand. Well, no, but one of them has to prop up his PC. Just to make 156. (laughs) Were they feet under a chair? They're not, but I currently have none in this house. Oh, okay. Is it only the N64 you had, nothing else? No, no, nothing else. What was the main game you played on all four of these N64s? 
Mario Kart. Mario Kart, just over for about over. Mario Kart. Yeah. Yeah. There Eddie, were some what? days where I sat with my friends, having a good time, playing Mario Kart for hours. Yeah, it's a, it's still a good game, and we'll be making an appearance at Outland. Nice. I've got the new Mario Kart Eight. Is it in readiness for that for our so, DUI? So out of all of Nintendo's like gimmicks. You know, obviously with the Wii and the motion controls and the Wii Fit board and the DS with its two screens and all that kind of stuff. None of them have really stuck around and made a long-term impression on anything, have they? The, in, uh, the yeah, analog Game Boy has. Game Boy did, was, yeah. Was the Game analog Boy stick the Nintendo? Thing. I think it was on the N64 uh, controller, yeah. yeah. Who invented the, the D-pad? That, yeah, that's so ancient. I mean, it was a joystick before that, wasn't it? Like, yeah, but that was Nintendo stuff. that did the D pad, wasn't it? Maybe, yeah. Yeah, it might be. I mean, I think that's probably their biggest. That, that's trawling the memory for like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. write us into PO Box uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you know the story behind the D pad. Um, no, Eddie, what what Nintendo consoles have you owned? All up to the Wii. I didn't get the Wii, so just all the ones. You were the one. Vivis. The only one. You and Viv's. Yeah, I, I didn't buy a Wii. Sarah bought one. That counts. I know. Dave. Yeah, that okay. Counts. Technically, yeah. There is a Wii in my house, but I didn't buy it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. No, that counts. <laughs> Does it count? All right. Fair There's enough. a Wii in every house in the world. <laughs> right? I've got a Wii as well. You can't. You can't get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> Not when you spent like X amount of cash on Skylanders. No, you can't. No, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so. In other news, we've got GTA has sold more copies in 2016 than, to, than the year it came out. Mm. And it's now up to 75 million sold since launch no in way. 2013. That's amazing, isn't it? How many, uh, do we know how many concurrent players it has? On no, we don't. Oh, I don't know. No it doesn't matter. But I, I would, assume that's cross-platform as well, that number. Yeah, yeah. it's got to be now, yeah. yeah. I would put that down to the mods, man. Like and they have released only a few on PC, patches. really. Then what about that motorbiking gang? You know, yeah, they um, were more like DLCs, weren't they? Hmm. I've got loads of money in GTA Five because <laughs> when it first came out, there was like a motorbike glitch where if you went to you you could soup up this motorbike and then sell it and then go back to the menu screen as it was being sold and you'd get the money and the bike back. Look so I just that. like kept repeating that. Don't tell them because they'll ban my account or something. So. <laughs> but I haven't played it since doing that. I just got loads of money and bought a penthouse or whatever. I was like, oh, well, that's about it, really. Well, I, yeah, I did game stuff. <laughs> I did that same thing, but I, I gave it them back because, you know, I'm honest. And I think GTA. <laughs> did you just say you did the same, but you gave it back? Yeah. <laughs> you oh gave fake God. currency back. Yeah, you know, you just. <laughs> Why did you feel guilty? First, what, you, did, you must have felt guilty. You were like, oh, actually. I've ruined this now. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna have to give it back. <laughs> this is. This is not mine. It's. It's wrong. I feel so, like uh, I didn't play enough out of GTA Five. No, I do too. I feel the same right. way. I, I remember my biggest memory is us playing golf for quite a while. Perhaps. Well, I was, I was drunk. Computer errors with it, Viv. That's it, man. Yeah, crashing, Viv kept like, crashing. We were getting into it, and then you'd just like, oh, no, well, my think computer's the ultimate, the ultimate kick in the balls for me was that I'd put quite a bit of time, significantly more into the single player than I had into the multiplayer, of which I did really flipping enjoy, man. Like, the multiplayer's yeah. cool, but when... Uh, 
when it glitched, I was like, right, I think a reinstall's due, you know, of the game. So I did it. And the saves aren't like, there's no cloud save. So I kind of wiped all my progress, which is quite significant. It's very deflating when that happens, <sighs> isn't it? It's all right for the first sort of 20 minutes. And then you're like, actually, I'm starting to remember all that stuff that I've done that I just can't be asked to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, my my multiplayer character was saved to like, I don't know, the Rockstar servers, I guess because I had my mansion or my, my you know my my thing what, what was it the penthouse or some yard and all my motorbikes were there but yeah yeah they let you transfer your online character over to different platforms didn't they because I think yeah, with the I remastered that, on yeah. new generation and stuff but yeah I, I always assume at some point I'm going to go back and play some more GTA yeah, 5 yeah. but it's not come around we yet. should do yeah. there's uh, currently 41,000 people playing Grand Theft Auto 5 right uh, like now Okay, give, put that in perspective for us, Rusty. Like, what's compared around to uh, what's popular? That's 10th on the list. Okay. Uh, current players, Counter-Strike, 531,000. It's doing all right. Uh, Dota 2, 400,000. And then there's a big drop-off, and it's... Ark and Rocket League. We never got into Ark at all, did we? No, I I have got it. We still could. It was the grind I was struggling with, you Mm -hmm. know. It was just so hard to level your character up before you got the good shit. I've got a screen... I was looking through my screenshot folder for Steam. I didn't realise I even had one, you know. Like, I thought they were all stored or deleted, but... Yeah, they store on your hard drive, and I found loads of you, Dan, as Popeye, like, on that survival thing, man. Like, you know, you're starting that weird arena, don't you? And you get to meet your character and stuff. Oh, yeah, I made a really like a short, weird stumpy guy. Ark, survival of the fittest. That's the one, yeah. Yeah, and like, which is made- free, wasn't it? Because they were just testing something out. Yeah, but yeah. he made this really mental Popeye guy, right, with, like, massive forearms, really skinny upper arms. <laughs> See, I played that before I played Ark. Arc. And then when I got into Ark, the leveling up was so slow compared to that version that it was it was really annoying because you could hit a tree and you could get like six levels out of that and make a bow straight away. Yeah. Whereas in the real game, you have to probably cut down a hundred thousand yeah. trees mm. before you. They they do that in games. They make it really hard at first, and then after a year or two, they make it really easy to level up. And all the people <laughs> that play it complain and go, "Oh, you made it so much easier when I started. It was really yeah. difficult. You weren't a real player." <laughs> You're yeah. only real if you started when it was impossible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, I, I played and just didn't get on with Ark at all. What like, was it about I, it that you didn't like? I, well, I played with people that had been playing it for ages, so uh, there was no challenge yeah. in doing anything. You felt like that given woman to you, on like, the uh, Titanic like, that was new money. And, go in that yeah, chest and you've got everything you could ever want in that chest. Go, in, go and get it. Go yeah, get it from that yeah, chest. That was exactly it. <laughs> There's T Rex heads in there and everything. That's what we did to Starbound, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what we did. We Starbound. To be good about it first of all, we but then it was a bit of a free for all. Yeah. yeah, we, we said just everything lost. you want is in this chest, but you will feel better about it if you go out and earn it. Yeah, <laughs> but, but we're not coming with you because we can one shot everything. The minute boring. I put that armor on, I went, "Oh, look at this pretty armor!" Oh, delete, uninstall. Chart, <laughs> Chart, did you take it all and then give it all back because you felt bad afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> no, I earn all that. <laughs> true, ways, pretty, true ways pretty heavily though, See, to be you fair. know this great success that GTA's having mm-hmm. with number 5 what does that mean for Red Dead Red Dead Redemption does that mean they're going to put more money into it you know or is that 
I don't know. I would like to think so. It would also be nice if it came over to PC, so I yeah. can play it too. Because that's why it got quite a lot of hype about it already, and mm. it's not. You know, it's, it's like um, it kind of yeah, it kind of suits uh, like developers like Rockstar to have a good couple of years you know feeding content into their properties because can just keep going a little bit more wacky and you know seeing how it takes can't they yeah uh, yeah there's think, more exploratory areas that would normally be cut off won't be maybe cut off so quickly and they could turn into something really original gameplay yeah or they, 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 the wild west it. isn't for everyone is it but you know i'm, I'm sure nor's ping pong but they still well maybe with westworld being quite popular that's yeah I, 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 yeah I, I, it's you know it's still obviously you know a massive arena and it's not really catered for enough in games so no i can't i can't see it being anything other than a success i don't think it'll be up to gta's uh, sort of levels but you know i, I, I think it'll it, it can't really do anything other than well. Would you go to E3 if you could? If you were, no, if you, never, no, never. No. Wow, that's quite hardcore. Are you paying? No. Well, yeah, that's the thing. They're allowing public. They're allowing the public in now for the first time in twenty years or however long E3's been going for. Not many people, though, is it? It's not like monstrous amounts. No, it's fifteen thousand. Well, that's more than the population of the town I live in, I suppose. So <laughs> quite significant. Yeah, I don't know how many people go to E3, but I've always enjoyed watching the coverage. But it's like a lot of these things being there would be very different. Maybe if it was in Vegas, but it's it's not. It's in LA. So if you go, you've got to go for the parties. You? Yeah, you know, yeah. you got to go for that because you're not you're not going to even keep up with the news because it's oh, you know, too you'll hard. Be out when of you're touch. There. Yeah, you'll be out of touch with the news. I, I think it's quite expensive. It was four hundred dollars for the ticket. Or something, wow, for the access. So I don't know whether Ed, would you like to go to LA to go to a gaming conference? No, not at the moment. It's Trump land, isn't it? I'm not going anywhere near America. <laughs> Just stay away. Gone rogue. He's, I'll yeah. fucking take you to court. <laughs> Not happening. So-called judge. Uh, <laughs> Rusty, if I was paying, so you're saying you'd like to go? Uh, I'd like to go and see what the crack is. Uh, What's the fuss all about? Yeah, definitely. I think that's uh, broad in my mind. Yeah, I'd, I'd be more interested in going to... Uh, is it Gamescom in... Germany. Germany only because A the travelling isn't so crazy but it's just it, Germany's more fun than LA in my head I and think I hear, the tickets are relatively cheap for Gamescom they, yeah they are yeah and it's you know and we could at the same time we could do the Star Citizen thing because they've got they have a big conference there don't they I just I need to find a game to get into that's new that interests me and I can jump on the bandwagon from the start that's why I need to go is, yeah. is that why you've not picked up Overwatch because you wanted to pick it up when it came out or I, I don't like the style of game I didn't like Team Fortress 2 fair uh, enough yep that's valid I think that's one of the reasons it's so popular is because there aren't that many games like that really you know cartoony I mean? yeah. yeah but, but still serious I don't want to derail it with Overwatch speech now do I <laughs> so don't get me wrong I'd watch it I'd quite happily watch it I'd watch competitive play of it but it, I wouldn't play 
if you, have you ever yearned for going to LA for the um, uh, E3s? Not really. No, I'm more happy to sit back and just, you know, <laughs> watch the highlights that I want to see, I guess. And yeah, I, guess, I suppose because of my family dynamic, it would. Yeah, happen. sure. I, I suppose get a better it, if, view if you of could it from home than I would sure, do. Like, yeah, no. if you could, if you could be there on, you know, and obviously you couldn't really plan it, but you know, the year that that something really kicked off, like you know, if if VR just went massive and there was three or four titles to be playing that sure. you know were all great, and you could be there and have that play test of it, you know, something that just wouldn't come across in uh, in uh, video YouTube. form, yeah, yeah, or you know, that, well, yeah, I guess so. If, if proper the, AR, you know, like, maybe yeah. maybe get to play Nintendo Switch, you know. <laughs> if it was like the it comes out of the base and you can just carry on playing. <laughs> I, uh, I I went to uh, uh, a EA event in London about ten or eleven years ago, maybe even longer now, um, and I was supposed to be covering it from a journalistic point of view for a website that I was uh, associated with back then, and uh, I just I just found the whole thing boring. They had they had things like the um, Medal of Honor, the relaunch of of that sort of stuff. There was uh, one of the skate games I think was it skate EA or would or they wouldn't so, have been yeah. Tony Hawks would they no. um, and uh, one of the battlefields it might have been Bad Company or Battlefield 3 maybe um, and after doing my uh, chores I just went and sat and played Battlefield for a few hours <laughs> and talked to the developers and stuff and you know they're, they're really great people there but I think everyone everyone's there for a purpose and I find it quite difficult to get my head around the percentage of public that are there that are there for a very different reason to sure. all of the media and you say that they're there for sort of uh, rather than uh, entertainment purposes those kind of expos are for like in, informative you know so that yeah. you, you know you can learn about the product as opposed to getting on and playing with it yeah, absolutely. I think you know it, it's there to to filter out the the news and stuff, and it's it's there for for product launches that you know wouldn't be able to put anywhere near that same amount of weight and attention around them on their own. Sure. You know, that that aren't maybe a big publisher and stuff. But so throw in a bunch of members of the public in there, and surely they're just going to want to play everything and just say, "Oh, I played that when it was you know first announced and." now it's 18 months later and you're all getting it because it's getting released or whatever I'm sure it's just for money yeah it's not going to be the casual guys that go it's going to be the ones that shit on everything it's got to be like I want to be part of that all the way through yeah so who cares about Castlevania I used to when I was about like I don't know knee-high to a grasshopper. Knee-high to a grasshopper? I, re- I played, like, one of the um, Castlevania games on Steam. Uh, I can't remember which one it was. It was pretty cool, but it was basically just uh, God of War, uh, but with, you know, Castlevania settings. It was all right, cinematic and stuff, but, yeah. I wouldn't what? mind watching a season of it on Netflix. <laughs> when did you when did you last play Castlevania? What was it on? Uh probably on my phone, mate, on an emulator. Okay. Anyone uh, else? 
uh, emulators as well like you know on the on the Wii or an old computer or something I've not got it like the original Castlevania yeah I've got some memory of playing it on PlayStation but I can't think what version it would have been that, that, they had some good ones in fact yeah. I think uh, I've had a really good time on the uh, PSP playing the sort of Metroidvania uh, Castlevania games right they're pretty good man they've got a lot of replay there's one in particular I can't recall which one it is I think it might be Circle of the Moon where uh, once you complete the game you can play the game again but everything's upside down and it completely works like it makes it a whole new game though like you know <laughs> yeah, like yeah, it flips yeah. it up so it's crazy but yeah what I don't know it's, they tried to relaunch the franchise recently and it just bombed the game bombed really badly mm. what, what do I'm, you think you know what would be I, I like the kind of um, if you could mix Valkyrie maybe with zombie apocalypse type genres together you know the movie Valkyrie the Nazis uh, and stuff right yeah, which uh, oh, Tom Cruise Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise yeah. yeah that kind of like political Nazi Germany side of things and maybe and introduce I don't know it could be quite good it could be quite good there isn't a really good like Nazi series like style them kind of like playing out where the alternative universe of things happened in history differently and it meant that they won the war you should uh, you should watch something called um, Man in the High Castle I yeah I, I watched that and I, was, I really struggled with it I just I didn't like it at all no I didn't no. like it at all I, th- I felt like it centred around the wrong characters too much it was following the wrong people yeah. What, uh, what was that game that came out as a launch title for the PlayStation 3? Uh, I think it was called like Resistance, Fall of Man, or something like that. Killzone was a launch title, wasn't it? Was that the one? Yeah, that, that's also very like Nazi esque. Yeah. But I, like, well, I suppose the, um, the one I was referring to, it wasn't really Nazi, but it was like it was old school world war sort of two technology versus like space alien technology which is okay. kind of interesting that was actually not a bad series of games i'd like to see more games on tv done into like proper tv but not done shitly oh, the trouble is they're always done shitly what was that show that they had? That there was like a, there is a free to play game uh, that I'm certain I played on. Oh Skip. yeah, we well, didn't start out with free to play, but it did go free to play in the that's end. Right, they they did a matching TV series with it, exactly, and it was right. episodic. Oh, what and was what, that the, the, the events in the game would actually influence the show or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I bet Chris Roberts cummed his cacks when he saw that. He's like, oh, wow, <laughs> I need to be on that. <laughs> it's uh, oh, I try and find it. I'm looking on Steam now. I know, I know what I'm looking for. I can't remember. It begins with a D, Dave. It begins with a D. Right? Do yeah. you know already? Yeah. Oh, okay. Come on then. It was uh, Defiant. That's Defiance. It. Thank you. Yeah. It wasn't you. actually that bad. Like, no, game. it wasn't. I quite I, enjoyed it. Yeah. I didn't. The TV know. series was worse than the game, though. I didn't. The, pro- the only problem I had with the game was uh, that it, it just seemed to have quite big updates on a like a daily basis. Oh, tell me about if it. If you if you didn't play it for a couple of days, that's it. Here's th- here's a three gig update. Yeah. Oh, wow. And at the time. I wasn't ready for it. Neither was the internet. <laughs> You'd literally get your beer, crack it, sit down, <laughs> press and go. Was, yeah, and it was like it was in game like, oh, updates, which it was a weird thing for Xbox. Forty fucking minutes waiting. You had to, you had to have the game running 
and it sits in the menu and it was patching in the menu yeah. rather than it doing it in the background of the OS and I'll go off and play yep. FIFA or something. Yep. I had Great. like a level 25, level 30 character in that. It was getting, it was getting really good, but... No. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> we're about halfway, and maybe not. I don't know. Should we take a break? Grab some drinks? Yeah. Or, I'll sort my voice out. You know, things like that. <laughs> Frog in your face. <laughs> yeah, finally <laughs> happened. Welcome to part two, everybody. We're here with Eddie, Vivermord, Chart... Myself, Civic 18, and special guest, Rusty, <sighs> cracking on with all sorts of gaming-related news, and probably a bit of Altland chat as well. Mm-hmm. Um, games releases coming up in the near future. Who's excited for Fort Honor? Well, Open beta of this weekend, I think. I think people were, and then they found out that uh, <laughs> it's like no massively humongous battles against other players. It's going to be limited. A set amount of players. Ed, I know you're disappointed. Yeah, I was. I was thinking it was going to be. I don't know, like thirty-two on thirty-two battles, and you were going to be able to like battle it out. But it's just four on four with sort of lots of NPCs. Right. I must admit, I've heard that same opinion voiced from someone, <laughs> like, separately to Ed as well. So it's not just you, man. That is becoming a consensus. Like, I, I often lead trends I know. like that. <laughs> like, right, I'm never playing that again because... <laughs> uh, I find it really hard. They're just really busy, aren't they, Ubisoft? They're just doing loads. I, I found it really hard. I think, I think it's um, it's full of like sort of guard breaks and little I've, quick yeah. combos and things like that. And I, I just I couldn't read the sync sync signals, you know, from from the character models and stuff. And yeah, you know, was I, it very Dark Souls in that respect? No, because it it was more formulaic. It wasn't. Was it? Like you had linking? to follow. A, yeah. Right. Okay. So you had to sort of do this on that person in order to unlock the next chain of like moves on. Them, yeah, sort of. of. Like, you know, you had to fulfil the criteria to, you know, hit a counter in it. Hooray! Yeah, it's in, in Dark Souls. It's like it's millisecond perfect to a certain extent. You know, if you got a good connection, right? You know, you you know, you bring your shield up at just the right time, you'll get the block and mm. and things like that. But it felt more. <sighs> Like you had to get the button combo right to pull that off right. with with forerunner. It didn't feel instinctive. Did Dave, you like was... it? Did you like it, Dave? Uh, I liked it visually. I, I don't. I think it was, it was great visually. It, it was a, probably one of the best looking things I've seen. Um, That's pretty. I think it, it could. Uh... I mean, I mean, just just jumping forward a little bit to things like Altlan and stuff. I think it could be quite a a nice change of pace from straight up beat 'em ups. Yes, you know, in, in in that sort of arena. But I think as as something that you would you know be playing every day for a couple of months. I'm not, I'm not convinced. No, I'm not sure. I mean, it, I love the world it's set in, the mixture of axe play, samurai and proper knights with shields I love mixing that all up that's fantastic 
So it certainly appeals from that point of view as well. But have you, have you seen the opening uh, like footage to the open beta? I can't remember whether it was on the closed one, but um, I watched it this morning, and it and it sort of opens with this idea that there's uh, there's a there's a big sort of dramatic sort of explosions and volcanoes and sort of natural disasters that ruin a lot of the the world and then uh, these three characters the viking the knight and the samurai come across each other and this little by a brook of water yeah this little bit of water that's left and they're fighting over that and then very quickly it like sort of skips forward over time and turns into these bigger and bigger battles between these factions and the commentary essentially just says and we forgot what we were fighting for but we (laughs) fought anyway (laughs) yeah it does it's really fighting for honor aren't Eh? Yeah, well, well exactly. Yeah. The, the honor still remains. They need to and just chill out and have an ice cream together. So what they need to do is get some of that water, all three of them, sit down and just brew it into something. Brew it and the water, the water was grapes. definitely running as well, so, you know, presumably, this is, you know, have a cup each and exactly. it'll fill itself back have up again. Have a wash. I feel, <laughs> yeah, there is something missing, though, because I feel like I want that kind of, you know, when, like, Final Fantasy... 11 or whatever it was you'd always go back to the town the main town and sell all your gear or maybe buy some other gear and put stuff I wanted that kind of hub going on while I am my big knight character you know my big fighter and I love melee combat melee combat is amazing and I love Mm. storming in and bashing people up yeah just sort of a bit too technical and you could see yourself smashing the controller on the ground going no yeah I mean it was close beta when we played so I don't know if that's reflective of trying to get feedback from the community and then you know you apply changes but yeah I'm not that excited for it I really was and now now I'm not it was probably my biggest excitement out of E3 last year so not not we won't buy it when it first comes out right no but we probably will get it discounted yeah that's what I was going to say. Ubisoft have got so many games coming out; they're going to th- have to discount something. They got. I think, I think the, da- like the danger that. with it being um, of a theme that I think a lot of people can get around, but maybe not quite the right execution in terms of the numbers of people in the battles and all that kind of stuff. The danger is that developers, not just Ubisoft, but other developers, might see the success or lack of success of, of of this title has been an indicator of you know whether there's worth in putting more money into it in the future into sword um, play which games. is yeah because yeah. because i think you know I, I i would i would suggest that from a technical standpoint they've had to come over quite a lot of hurdles with with this kind of stuff even just getting to the point where it's you know four yeah. on four or whatever it is okay. now um so, you know, if that breaks down the, the barriers required to get to that point where we can have a big sort of 16 on 16 or 32 on 32 battles at some point in the next four or five years, I think, uh, fingers crossed, it does well but enough. But we do it with guns. I don't see the, I mean, uh, why can't we do it with swords? I suppose it's because of the whole sort of... The animations range. and things, isn't it? Yeah, reactions like, to impact and... 
even the games f- like um, what do you call it Chivalry and what were the other ones R- War of the Roses do you ever play those games like, I've seen some footage they're kind of cod without the weapons of you know long range weapons you're, you're using swords and shields and all sorts you know you can be a knight with a double handed sword or you can be an archer who basically doesn't wear any armour but stays right at the back and obviously has an advantage but you know what I mean like they those games were I think what was the Skyrim eight. spin-off that tried to do it um like what like an online yeah Elder Scrolls Online Elder Scrolls Online yeah well, I mean why did that fail at this I think I'm, I think it might be to do with some of the subscription models and things like that right because that would have had sword play to thought well, yeah definitely on a big scale uh I know that they've actually just released a patch and added Morrowind to that world. Right, I'd sort of seen that. That's kind of cool. Like Morrowind yeah. is one of the better Elder Scroll games in my eye. Yeah, in my eyes. But I don't know. I don't know. It's the same. There's been a few. There's like what was it? This Star Wars Online. Uh, yeah, that failed horribly. Star Trek Online. You know these. They should be. They've got all the right. <coughs> you know. But I don't know. A few small things and. So a few other we got highlighted game releases coming up in the near future. Sniper Elite Four. I'll reel through these. Shout out for anything to say. Halo Two Wars. Anyone? When are they coming out? February fourteenth for Sniper Elite. Okay. I thought this was was odd. I, I don't know whether uh, like I've just not paid attention to it in the in the past, but it seems like they're really plugging this Valentine's Day get a, get a game kind of thing. Maybe it's there, like, yeah, so you're not lonely with Pamela Anderson. <laughs> yeah, for the, for the nerd who doesn't have a girlfriend, yeah. you know, treat yourself. Got to be some VR opportunities there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Halo Wars Two, not that excited at all. Obviously, Lego Worlds. Don't know anything about it. Coming Just out, Mike, Minecraft, but with Lego. Minecraft with Lego. Amazing. That could be could be really good. Yeah. I'm no, sure my yeah. children will be absolutely on that, man. Yeah. That might be yeah. one that I try and avoid knowing that I'll be forced to play it at some point. <laughs> Build the epic castle. Dad, yeah. dad castle. Yeah. And then the very beginning of March, we've got the Switch and all of its launch titles, which I think it's the Mario, but everyone cares mostly about Zelda Breath of the Wild, which certainly out of that list, that's the game I'm looking forward to the most. Is the... I can't uh, wait. Is, is the release the same time on the Wii U? Yeah. Right. yeah. I wondered. I wondered whether they'd put that back a little bit. Just no. Say same same time. Yeah, Zelda looks really good. Although I did watch a, a, an hour and a half's worth of gameplay the other day from some new Nintendo event, and uh, the dungeony type things looked a bit repeating. There's over a hundred of them, and they all look very similar. I'm sure yeah. that they've got quite unique things about them. Yeah, probably have, yeah. Yeah. Stones yeah. in different places. And <laughs> if you remember... Uh, One of them's upside down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of them's got water in, got to swim. Uh, if you remember the Wind Waker, that, you know, that was a whole ocean. And there were quite a few places you could visit, and that could have been quite similar, but it, it was actually, yeah, everywhere you went was pretty different. There's a lot of water, of course. That stayed the same. But, uh, yeah. Another GameCube reference. Big fan of the GameCube in this. Who knew? Who knew we were massive? And they, us, they managed to squeeze it all onto such tiny little discs as well. well do you know, right? I, 
got my <laughs> All the GameCube love tonight. Where's it coming from? I got I got my disc of uh, the Wind Waker out of the attic thinking, right, okay, fair enough. Because I don't have my GameCube anymore, but I do have that game. And <coughs> the Wii is backwards compatible, which it is. And you put the disc in, it's slightly smaller, still accepts it. Fucking, here we go, right? Nah, you need the controller. Nah. the controller into it and I was like come on man what have we been playing I'm mean, moving on what have we been playing since Christmas Rusty I'll start with you because you're the guest what What have you been playing since Christmas day Super Monkey Ball on the GameCube <laughs> <laughs> I, I, no, no GameCube titles no love okay. no love uh, here thank god <laughs> uh, I think it's the usual the usual in the world of Rusty um playing and bashing out some Counter-Strike. Right, okay. Competitive play. Watching competitive gaming. Which yeah, sounds yeah. sad to some people, but I enjoy it. Cool. cool. Yeah, fine. So, do you watch the whole matches? Um, uh, uh, I do. I also bet on them. Ah, okay. Which is a whole oh, different kettle of fish. Right. So, um, with Counter-Strike, is th- there's a separate like sort of spectator camera view isn't there and with you can kind of like see player models through walls and things like that so you know where all the action's going to happen is that right yeah so yeah. you can watch it in game and you can pick up and just watch rap people of random skill levels play against each other uh, i predominantly watch it on twitch uh, mainly because you've got the casting as well yeah which uh, adds a bit of more dynamic to it rather than just watching people in silence how does that not get exploited then if like say for instance you and a bunch of my friends are playing you know Counter Strike and then I come in as a spectator but in the same chat channel uh, if you watch it uh, via Counter Strike itself through Steam there's a 90 second delay oh that's really good so there's a 90 second delay on it so you can't a simple solution it out. like that's a great idea Unless, you, good. unless your opponents are really slow yeah <laughs> hang on whoa, whoa hold up although I think I don't, they've changed it so they extended the round times to two minutes but I don't know if the delays were changed as well I imagine they were but they weren't to begin with naughty man have you played anything on your phone in and out of work on the tube or anything I'm fucking great at Candy Crush are you <laughs> Eddie Edsky what have you been playing man oh I don't know I've, loot oh yeah I've been banjo <laughs> I've been playing a bit of um, City Skyline okay and... new patch new mod thingy bob on it or just that straight vanilla I think there is a patch for it but I yeah there's so many mods and you can you just I I start playing it I think oh I'll just have a quick hour four hours go by you know <laughs> so just, what have you built anything different this time your eyes what? are stinging you look away you can still see your city like on your <laughs> burn into your retina you know yeah but yeah it's just it's really addictive and it's really casual and you can just play it while watching TV on your other screen make a cup of tea and come back do a bit of work come back it's yeah it's just really nice casual game so I've been playing a bit of that really we have been saying with City Skyline it would be amazing if they had some form of multiplayer mm. aspect 
where you I, build cooperate, near each other. Yeah. Look at what other person's doing. Yeah. Have little so trades or something. Next to yeah. So that we can Definitely. link our roads, link our like pipes, all that goodness. You know, I like we'll to crash link planes into down. your and parks. Then, <laughs> you can do anything. Like, yeah, you can buy like electricity. Our oh, mate, chuck us some electricity. I'll pay you two hundred fifty grand. You well, know, just the ability to like go and have a look at their city, which is next to yours, and see what they've oh. done, even would be cool. You know, it wouldn't take much, and I'm sure they could do it. Viv, what have you been playing? Anything new? Anything uh, exciting? Or just the old same old well same? Oh, you don't fucking do. I've been playing another early access game even though every single podcast I'm on I say I'm not going to buy another one I shake my fist at the same time as well I swear <laughs> are they getting earlier access <laughs> the, the, the earliest this is are, people, are people getting in touch with you access. at sketching stage now <laughs> now it's like amoeba you just we've got, a, we've got a concept on paper <laughs> it's a back of a napkin will you buy it I've just yeah. had a baby and I think at some point he might come up with a game that's what I've been looking for. It's on what's, what's this early access game then? Right, it's called Evorion, right? And, uh, Is that a bird? No, it's uh, it's a material, actually, which you'd know if you'd purchased it. Okay, uh, well, <laughs> I'm just following our rules. <laughs> so it's about 14 quid, 13.59 exactly on Steam. Uh, current exchange rate. Yeah, yep. current exchange rate of about $16 or euros depending uh, it's like space engineers but has the podcast gone international <laughs> I don't know what? We, we could it could well have done the internet you know yeah. it's out there Trump hasn't dealt with that okay. yet is this live <laughs> it's, 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 it's live right now is this real life now we are really been. here in your ears <laughs> so yeah you can build spaceships in space you can fly those spaceships all around space and uh, yeah, there's loads of just like randomly generated stuff you can go and get amongst. There's loads of like alien factions that want to kill you. You can group up with your buddies. You can have like it's all completely procedurally generated. The, the you know the universe is generated from a seed that you choose. You don't have to fuck around with like oh I need to allocate power to this or I need to build more generators. You literally go I want a generator and you slap it on and depending on how big you make it that's how much energy it will generate but of course it'll be really heavy so you have to you know what I mean yeah procedurally generated space game oh man that sounds like it could be a massive massive hype success failure (laughs) one cool thing about it is like you can make multiple ships and then um hire pilots and stuff like that to come and fly those ships and then command them so you can eventually end up with a fleet uh, and you know your ships get fucking massive man they turn huge and you can have hangars with little fighters and you have to you know rent crew and all that sort of jazz but you can zoom out and it turns into like a top down RTS so you can you know uh, marquee tool over a group of dudes tell them to go and fight those guys maybe jump in to that fighter and go and you know it's, it's good fun, man. Bloody have you played fun. any more of that Astronita? <laughs> that you, that you I have, playing? actually, yeah. I've got to... The, I basically need another patch because uh, I've kind of exhausted everything there is to do. But it is fucking cool. And it when that game... Like, looking at the roadmap for that game and um, when, you know, when it comes out, if it comes out, it's going to be amazing, man. I, I, I look forward to seeing more video footage. Chart, what have you been playing? 
Um, I play quite a bit of uh, FIFA over like Christmas and into January because I spent quite a bit of time with my brother and a couple the of new his one. mates. Um, yes, yeah, the one seven. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's got frostbite engine. It's just it's just oh, so much better. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you dab? Uh, I I have dabbed at least once. Um, my son made me. <laughs> in my defence um, but yeah um, yeah so that, that's been pretty good and I've got back into Borderlands we're playing the pre-sequel a couple of us on the Xbox at the moment and yeah. uh, that I, I think that'll just be as good as it is now and has been forever I think whenever we pick up Borderlands yeah it, it, it is good it won't feel too dated it'll just be solid good fun yeah, yeah. It's really it really is. Whenever I play it, I've gone on both PC and Xbox, and I just get so annoyed by the frame rate on the Xbox, though. You're a snob. It's so silky smooth on PC. And what else? I've been playing loads of Destiny again. I got back into that. Since yeah, I want to play that, but I sold my fucking PlayStation. But I, you know, because there's been a little bit of like Destiny 2 hype, and I was like, actually, yeah. I really like that game. I went back and I've been looking through my book of shit that you have to complete and, you know, trying to get all the armor pieces from since the last DLC that came out. And, uh, yeah, it's quite good fun doing it again. And one of my older gaming mates has got back into console and he picked it up. Um, And so, yeah, looking forward to kind of running some of the early missions again with him. But that's one of those kind of replayable games, a bit like Borderlands is, that it's it's always going to be quite good I think it's just a well a well polished title there was a a bundle on the Xbox store the other day for the new Call of Duty and the remastered uh, Modern Warfare and Destiny all in one tidy download um, for about £75 is a crazy amount of money but there's a lot of content in there there's a lot of content yeah I was going to say I thought you were going to say something a bit cheaper than that no 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 it was uh, Activision prices Destiny with Destiny now with all of its content is very good value I also played quite a bit of BF1 as well since Christmas we went to we had like a mini LAN around at your brother's house didn't we Chart and I was playing loads on there and I really got into playing as the um, the assault class, which I never normally do, I'm always a sniper. But I was running around with my rocket launchers and anti-tank grenades and stuff. It was like, yes, get out your fucking vehicle. Yeah, I was really enjoying that. It's quite good. It's, it's great sound effects on all those mm. guns. I say that every time, but I love it. Battlefield games always have amazing audio. Yeah, it just sounds great. Really good. Um, it was interesting that you brought up the Frostbite engine in FIFA. I was going to chime in, but I'll do it now. There's a couple of guys at work that play, um, obviously, all the FIFA games, the console guys, so not into games as hard as we are, but, you know, they, they know their shit, right? Uh, and I was trying to convey how important and how cool it is that FIFA's using Frostbite, and they're like, yeah, whatever, mate, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah, yeah. Off, but it is it's like that engine is fucking amazing, man. That yeah, I mean, this. Um, I, I usually play as my uh, hometown team, Derby County, um, and it, it wasn't until like Christmas that I actually saw a lot of the top teams, the Premiership teams, and the Barcelona's and Real Madrid's and what have you, and the player models for all of those clubs are just stunning Proper. they're really really good um, and it just looks really really great but obviously as soon as they get to the championship it's just you know 
person A, person B. You should try and get a bolt with that. Um, no, I don't, I don't, don't think I'd No like one wants to, to that. try that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, it's not long now till... Oh, and... I'm getting yeah. excited. All the meetups, all the people, all the drinking, all the tiredness, all the nail game, all the fires, all... All the games, all, man. All the games, we all the all proper the games. games. We're meant to play games at Alt, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we do, apparently. Only one-handed so. games, because obviously you, you've got your drink in your other hand. Yeah, one-handed. Or you can use your chin. No, just do, oh, do other things, but yeah, it's really good. I mean, we, we've had a quite a good early uh, thrust on ticket sales, which is nice. Nice. So yeah, we're on. We're definitely putting the event on. <laughs> that's for sure now. <laughs> which is that's yeah. not that that was ever like unlikely, but you know, there was always it's always a little concern. I know charts like oh, we need to sell tickets. Plenty of tickets still available. There are, but we still need to, yeah, we still need to push push that number up a little bit higher to make sure that we're not losing money which is always good yeah, again, I, again. I do need to buy some I've got some people coming so you I do yes you do that'd be good but yeah we're looking forward to it it's going to be our biggest and best yet so um, yeah and what a wonderful team of volunteers we've got as well for this year which is fantastic so uh, yeah and I'm actually bringing my tower this year as well he's always bringing it out you won't have time for that Viv <laughs> uh, excuse me you won't have time for playing games What's a, a does game this mean I'm now senior staff yes you are yeah it is yeah you're, in, you know, you're a gold you're a, star Rusty. you're a seasoned staff member oh man you can have like McDonald's uh, thingies you know yes <laughs> uh, boys I need one of those a, uh, a gold star for a uh, previous service Ah, oh, so all yeah. right, okay. There's no so, limit on the amount of stars that you can collect in a lifetime. So could I get oh, a little badge with like <laughs> the skeptical yeah. to my left? Ah, don't mind the fucking badge there, boys. <sighs> two two stars or more and you're putting up the marquee. <laughs> on them. <laughs> the marquee's easy if we'll oh. chip in, it's not a problem. Dave, you didn't help last time. <laughs> yeah, I was guiding, I think. Useful guidance was applied. Gaffer mode. Verbal guidance. You told, um, you told me off for not wearing gloves, if I remember but, rightly. Probably, yeah, you could hurt your fingers, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you don't want to cut your hand. Yeah, don't cut your hand really badly. Like, yeah. Trying to make pork sandwiches at two o'clock in the morning after about 16 shots. Don't try Ooh. and do that. I was um, more, more thinking about the nail game participation yeah you know you don't want to ruin your nail game hand do you no you don't speaking of the nail game who was the the fire pit version 2.0 oh yeah how's it coming dude plans are drawn yeah nice okay they've just got to be formulated into real things manufacture probably next weekend nice dude I said to Rusty that our fire pit's not big enough to get everybody round now right which um the, the last one people were struggling to kind of like keep warm <laughs> while they're standing outside for ages so we needed a bigger one and Rusty's like I could make that I'm like really okay I sent him some pictures some sort of Chinese giant one <laughs> it was really he's like yeah okay I could do that nice so yeah that's quite cool That'd who was good. the who was the crown champ of uh, nail game last time 
Well, you were the honorary one because you weren't present, obviously. But uh, you got to win the title back. Yeah, you got descend- it. Descended into madness. It was honest. pretty it, there crazy. There was no real winner. People, mate, people weren't taking it seriously enough. I was getting a bit upset because it. <laughs> bing- and it's, it's a very serious. It was just. Serious event it just well. went weird people were were not chucking the hammer people were just people were just coming out and hitting the nail randomly out of nowhere people were swapping goes with other people who were too drunk to play i don't know i think we should have two logs what uh, amateurs and pros yeah maybe like you elevate up to the higher table Ranking, yeah. ranking yeah. system, ranking yeah. system That's on the quick play, and that one's competitive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you if you're just being a bit of a twat and you're not spinning properly, and you just you just can go on that you go on the kiddie log. Sure. Yeah. Do they have different nails? I think so. I think you yeah. got a girth difference. Given plasterboard fit. Do you love do lovely girth? <laughs> yeah, man. Got a, They've a bit got really big girth. heads. Yeah, and wrap yeah. them in bubble wrap. <laughs> what, the, the players or? yeah yeah <laughs> i'd like i like the idea of the the championship log you douse it in alcohol and then set fire to it before the game that's starts amazing. that's a wicked <laughs> idea the final round is yeah fire. That is, that is <laughs> the thing is the final round always takes place when everyone's fucking wasted so. most people have gone inside because they've not been playing for ages yeah they're bored oh, no. uh, i'm looking what forward to, looking forward to that a lot I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to, I'm looking forward to a couple of beat 'em ups. Some good beat 'em ups. They're always. I never really play them the year round, and because they're much better when you have got other people around, aren't they? Beat 'em ups. Yeah. You don't For play sure. them on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to the proper and first outing of quad shot, where we got four games and you got a shot in between each game and you got to get down the line. That's the one I'm really looking forward <laughs> to. That's, I'm thinking that's going to be excellent. I don't quite know what those four games are going to be yet. We've got to work that out. But well, the last one is the uh, fiery log. That's what the fiery. Yeah, log. yeah maybe. <laughs> um, Cards Against Humanity have released some more expansion packs as well. Oh dear. Yes. So I need to pick some of those up. And I'm thinking maybe get a megaphone so that the person you know talking can be heard that last game of Cards Against Humanity was one of the best games I've ever played in my life when that kid that it just got too much for him he just had to stand up and walk away (laughs) he just couldn't take it that was the best yeah so who was that (laughs) and then when I got into bed what did you do young man I um thanked you for the glass of water that you gave me and By fell sound your... asleep oh right you didn't throw it all over everyone's bedclothes and no, don't be silly another <laughs> don't be silly to which I just gave. to say and, and what did you do with that one Dan I'm bringing a camper van this time so <laughs> yeah, I will so throw water in your own I'll, yeah, I'll be able to enclose <laughs> myself off away from people we we've um, it was I think it was James Stanley who was the the epic reader of the Cards Against Humanity game? It's going to be fun. It was yeah. great yeah. fun. But no, we got some good turnouts. Um, obviously, we got all the alt gaming guys. Hopefully, are coming. And then we've got a good turnout from the NT clan, no talent clan. They're coming along. 
I'm hoping there'll be uh, a crowd of Xbox mates, some of the guys from Mature Gaming um, that we know from the old land that we used to do. They should be coming along. Not everybody. I know Duncan and Lindsay can't make it. They're away, unfortunately. But yeah, look, it should be a good turnout, though. Looking forward to it. Oh. Looking forward to it. Been speaking to the guys from Custom Controllers Community, Custom Gaming community it's all with k's rather than c's but yeah th- those guys they've, they've been showing some interest and a few other people have been uh we've got some new people that would never been before they don't understand what the Outland's all about so i'm really looking forward to uh totally giving them the uh, the full experience should be good uh food wise need to talk about food as well we don't know what we're going to do properly I've 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 enrolled my mom in the uh, breakfast arena, but if we got forty odd plus people there, she's going to need a hand. I'll be on point. Is your your, uh, sister helping? Is my sister helping? It's funny you should ask about that. I'll, I'll try it. She knows she wanted paying last time she came, so I'll tell her that you're paying her. <laughs> Has anyone got any ideas for like games or events or anything that? That well, we haven't done before, or an evolution of a current one. We've done, we've done the gauntlet, haven't we? Yeah, we need to think of our four-player game. The we haven't got that yet. Up. Yeah, it could be, couldn't it? Yeah, we'll get That's the true. GameCube out. Oh, look no, at that! Everyone would be so happy. Like, oh yeah. What, what can we do? We could do something. We could do custom games on Overwatch. Oh, it got a bit left, left for dead. Left for dead. That's a good shout. Yeah, first, first survivors to die. I've had a bit, a bit of a practice at stop, don't stop talking. Nobody explodes. Bomb defusal game, and that that'll be a good team that's a game. Good one. Yeah. yeah, that'll be good. Which I'm sure we'll be able to work some drinking into as well. Yeah, is the quiz coming back? Yeah, quiz is coming. Yeah, back. bigger, Definitely. badder, and wronger than ever before. <laughs> <laughs> I've been I've already been thinking about the rounds and uh yeah it's been I'm looking forward to that quiz night it was a good night last time so, uh, Griff was just on one and it's just he was everyone anyone near he was Griff, on one the whole weekend yeah he was but anyone near him or uh, within a meter of his vicinity was just getting absolutely shit-faced yeah. and as he moved around people near him just got shit-faced as he like like some sort of like planet with gravity around it like a shit-faced gravity I don't remember answering any questions during that quiz being sat next to Griff <laughs> you were in the most dangerous position you were like right close to the epicentre of the getting shit-facedness he yeah. kept getting me to reenact scenes that had just happened for new people <laughs> that had come in and he was like right and then he was getting everyone in positions and we had to like reenact the whole thing so that the new person could see what was happening were you, were you in the original scenes or were you just I think I was. I yeah, I, I helped develop it, and Griff, Griff wasn't even there the original evolved. scenes. <laughs> it's like Crime on. Watch. Nine, nine, nine. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to all the music as well. I've been putting the playlist together. I've been thinking of quite a, quite a good uh, hip hop playlist oh, for nice, some of Friday night. A nice Sunday morning film as well. Yeah, got a good Sunday morning film planned. I think rock bands are getting a bit fuller. As well. Yeah, you, you've you been buying a few things, haven't you, for rock bands? So we should have a good Saturday night once like the quiz is over. On stage, drunken rock bandness. This is always fun. Yeah, it's going to be really good. 
I did get a note from the owners of the venue telling us that we're not allowed to put anything on the walls. Oh, really? Or floors. <laughs> Which I don't think they put anything on the floors before. Can can I do that? They sent, they sent me a letter. I haven't told you about this yet, Chart. But they sent me a letter saying. Thanks like, for you. revealing it now. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to know what we put on the walls. Well, they I think they send spies around. Are they going to provide us with hoverboards? Yeah, no. I, I think I think that the language was obviously a bit. I don't think they think we put things on the floor like carpet, but we don't. But we can't put all that paper up in the in the bar area. I don't know what we're going to do. We I just think- paint it. Yeah, just spray it. <laughs> spray it, I, was, I was thinking maybe we make some like goalposts out of wood and then we could just hang some fabric up that way that yeah. might work but yeah I don't know we'll work away we can still use the fabric in the hall because there's some wood we can't put things on the walls so we're going to build new walls build new walls we're just yeah. in front That's of I'm all thinking. those walls and make them pay for it <laughs> I, re- I remember oh, I having uh, a Halloween party at the student house when we were at um, university in Sheffield and uh, we'd got the place all decorated and we'd ha- we'd actually got some of the cans of, you know, the hairspray, the coloured hairspray, and no one wanted to put it in their hair, so we just started spraying tombstones onto the walls in the, in this living room. And it was all prepped up and we went off to college and then we, we came back and there was a note from the owner who had just popped around that day. <laughs> And she's just like, I hope all this comes off. <laughs> we obviously just had to repaint the whole uh, downstairs. I hate, I hate note leavers like that. Note yeah. Guys, yeah. you know, <laughs> don't want to be annoying, but yeah. could you please put your dishes away? We haven't got a good racing game. We've never really done a good. We did some burnout crash last time, but that's not a proper racing game. I thought the VR on stage would be quite interesting, but I know, yeah. We need you can watch it. people make a tit of themselves. Yeah, that's it. yeah. Like when someone using VR touches a bag down to their left, <laughs> that it's part of the VR game, but it's not, and so they're like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> it's just this is quite I'm funny. Worried about someone in VR goggles just walking off the stage and falling. It's not high. <laughs> It's quite high. <laughs> the VR's got wires. They were just hanging from their there headset. Well, there you go. That's yeah. what you get. Uh, apparently, uh, Rock Band VR is out on oh, uh, March 23rd. Man. That would be amazing. So when you look down, will you see a, a real guitar? I don't know. Rock. I've not played oh, it yet, right. Dave. I'm not sure. <laughs> just see a crowd of people. Or will you just look down and... The- there's no guitar there. Maybe I don't know how that works. You'll see the hands of uh, some aged rocker. Yeah. Perhaps. <laughs> Instead of yours. Is he, what's he doing with his hands? <laughs> Cutting your rock star. Yeah. If I had Brian May's hands, I'd start fucking around with it, man. There's <laughs> <laughs> a holy meaning to the word foreigner, isn't it? It's just, that's yeah. pretty strange. Okay. And Cliff yeah. Richard. <laughs> and Cliff Richard no he didn't get convicted or, or Rolf Harris he got away with it this week as well he got no, away Rolf with Har- some of it not all of it well they, they could the jury couldn't decide or something could they but no current affairs Rusty what are you looking forward to at Altland everything oh everything um the incredible Chris, tiredness on Chris on the last day hosting on the stage 
Oh yeah, so, with his dynamic mic voice. One hundred and twenty percent more energy this this year. <laughs> that's that's what I'm promising. That's wait to be seen. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, it's got to be the nail game, though. That's, yeah. I'm looking forward to Night Vice commentary. I always yeah, quite like that. He's really good. He's he? really, really good. We should get him on the podcast, guys. We should actually. We need to, to talk get him about in. the, you know, why we should buy a Nintendo Switch. It should be us v him. Yeah. <laughs> we just no, have to no, ask no, him about not. Zelda Breath of the Wild, yeah, and then we just we could all go then uh, and go to the pub, and he just stay. It'd be fine. So I don't know what day is it now. Tenth of Feb. So we'll have one more of these before Old Land, probably. Yep. Um, so yeah. I think that's it for our alt gaming podcast number eight. Oh shit, Dave, you're not recording. Uh, oh, 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 oh. How this far, Let's do it all again. You better have another Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah, um, thanks very much for listening. And as always, if you've got any comments or you've got any subjects you could think would be good for us to talk about, or come on and talk about them. Yeah, yeah, anything like that. You can <laughs> send us a message on Facebook, or uh, we've got we've got a Steam group, Alt Gaming. You can look it out on there. Got send a us a message as well. We've got a Discord. You yeah. can find us called Alt. Discord, Discord is amazing. Where we should have talked about that. Yeah, we didn't. We'll embed that on our website. We haven't updated it. We have still got the Teamspeak on there, but we've not had that meeting yet. We haven't. <laughs> we will do. We will do. You, you hear it here first. <laughs> Go to Discord. Um, yeah, check out all latest updates to do with Altland are all on Facebook, Altland UK. Uh, you know all that anyway. So that's fine. Lastly, I'd just like to thank Rusty for being our special guest. Thanks, Rusty. Yeah, thank you for having me. And looking the first special guest. Yeah. Yeah, you're our first special guest. You, and you, most special of the special guests. Yeah. At the special. moment. Yeah, I really hope you were doing inverted brackets because otherwise, <laughs> it, yeah, it was air quotes. Yeah, and uh, yeah, thanks to Viv and thanks Eddie. Thanks, guys. Right, I'm going to go and play cool. some Rainbow Six. Oh, good night, Char. <laughs> and yeah, see you all next time. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>